0: Go Your Own
1: Way is brought to you by HCN, your source for original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news. Enjoy the adventure! Welcome back, explorers! Oh my (laughs) god! To Go Your (laughs) (laughs) Own Way, your favorite podcast that features us, and also, choose your own adventure stories. This is your host, Peter. Hey, it's Jen. Eric. Hello. Are we all feeling
0: terrific tonight? Ready for you know
2: adventure? I am uh, ready for some
0: adventure. I am full of piss and vinegar.
2: Oh, well. Ready to go. <laughs> well,
0: in ready that case.
1: Before we get started on our journey tonight, um or no, should we, do we usually say the story first or do we say the characters first?
0: I think we've been doing the characters first.
1: Okay. Well, Eric, Can what me? is well, Eric? What is your character?
0: I am a luchador.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Sounds fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! If there, if body slam is an option, that's the option we're doing, and I'll fight you. Okay. <laughs> so we're clear. We're always
1: up for some body slamming on this podcast.
0: Yes. Hell
2: yeah! What about you, Jen? I am a tabby cat
1: named Boots.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Meow.
1: And I'm the gingerbread man.
0: Oh. Uh oh. Uh-oh. So, you're gullible and delicious? Mm, Yeah, that describes me pretty well. you can't
2: catch him. He's the gingerbread man.
0: Oh, he says you can't catch him, but he wants you to catch him. Yeah, that's true.
2: Playing hard to get. I like it.
0: You can't get my sweets.
1: (laughs) God, that sounds
0: awful. (laughs) A little bit. Um, Only
1: a little bit awful. So, Eric, you chose our story for this week, didn't you?
0: I did, and I did read the reader's suggestions that you sent my way, and I decided to not go with any of them.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, um, great.
0: <laughs> I did, however, go with one that I found while trying to find one of the ones that was um, suggested. So, someone okay. suggested Reckless Space Pirates, which mm. I could not find. Um, but I did find Light Space. Hmm, okay. So, mm, it's so a sci-fi... sci-fi Yep, and it looks like there's some kind of malfunction in the faster-than-light travel that this universe uses. Interesting. And it drops you into kind of a surreal other world where things change all the time. So I thought hmm. maybe it would be surreal and strange and fun and everything would be, you know, different. Each choice we make, things would drastically change. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I'm hoping. Obviously I haven't read through it because that would be cheating. Is it rated well enough? It is 6 out of 8 on their rating scale, which is worth every penny I paid for it, which was nothing. What's the story called? Lightspace.
1: Lightspace, that's right. From ChooseYourStory.com, so if you listeners want to play along or whatever, go there. Go to ChooseYourStory.com and find Lightspace under the sci-fi section. And yes, play it, along with us.:
0: And it is written by T. S M. Paul.
1: Oh, just like our first story.
0: I was going to say now that I'm looking at that, I'm thinking that we uh, we've done that one already. All right one, so, one of
1: the uh, the people who was suggesting stories to us on that site was saying that he's made a lot of good stories.:
0: Good, apparently, I have impeccable taste. That's
2: true.: Oh, of course. Yeah. the best.:
0: Yeah, luchadors are known for their discerning. T- nice. Taste and
1: in story games.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And food. And yeah. women? Maybe.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Well, should we get started on our little journey? Into Let's go. Alternate realities here.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Right. Man, I don't know if I've read out loud since uh like middle school.
2: Oh <laughs> I know it's hard.
0: I know. It's gonna be weird. Okay. You are sitting in the pilot's chair of the starship Andromeda on the edge of the Protheris star system, getting ready to make a light space jump to your freighter's next destination. You hear a sound, like someone gasping in surprise, and look up from your console. Your co-pilot, Carl, is looking intently at his console and doesn't seem to have heard anything unusual. You must have imagined the sound, for you and Carl are the only two people aboard this starship.
1: Of course, we are. You know, he, he, we don't notice anything strange other than the fact that Carl is on a spaceship with a gingerbread man and a cat. Yeah, and <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> nothing weird like about that, that. You know,
0: Carl's a gingerbread man. The captain is a luchador, and we have a pet cat. Yay! Yeah. Yay. I mean, we make I mean, work. really, how far off of that is that from uh, Red Dwarf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jump calculations are complete, Carl says to you, sitting in the co-pilot's seat beside yours. Before you, the transparent plasglass glass windows of the cockpit provide a view of the stars. Space stretches on infinitely before you, it's directly... It's so pretty. I always thought it was totally retarded that spaceships <laughs> would have windows. Like... All you can see is stars. That's all you will ever see in a fucking spaceship. Well, in sci-fi though,
1: there's like other ships to look at. There's planets and stuff.
0: No other ship would ever be close enough to you that they would be anything but a dot. Like the Star Trek thing. Well, Star
1: Trek, they look out the window all the time.
0: Right, but they shouldn't. There's no reason to. Like, I mean, all you would see
2: is just black.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a phaser can fire from high orbit down onto a planet. There's no reason to be like three feet from an enemy starship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There just isn't. Um. Anyway, stupid so nitpicking it's, aside, it's, so it's not so pretty. It's just yeah. It, it the just. Starkness. I mean, stars are nice. I guess maybe you would need windows as psychological bolstering for like people to feel that they're not in a tube. That's true. <laughs> through the infinity of space, all right. the time, but there's not, there's just not that much to look at.
2: You bring up interesting points, sir.
0: Oh, well-read Luke Shower. Um, <laughs>
2: oh, that's a thing.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Haven't you seen his online dating profile?
2: <laughs> no, but clearly, I need to.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a masterpiece of online dating profilery. What happens next in our story? (laughs) Directly in the middle of your forward view, a star shines brighter than the others. It is your destination, the closest star to the star system you are currently in. Preparing to jump to light space, you say, mentally going through your pre-jump checklist. As you press buttons and flick switches to the correct settings, you feel the ship beginning to vibrate as the interstellar propulsion system powers up, ready to activate. Oh my god! <laughs> Activating LSJD, you say, pressing the final button. There's the usual flash of white light and... Not quite right.
2: Uh-oh.
0: You are sitting in your pilot's chair in the cockpit of the Andromeda, and something is not quite right. Outside the windows, the darkness of space is gone. There is only light. You raise your arm to cover your eyes, but as you do, the light pales. Instead of searing your eyes like a thousand suns, the endless expanse of white outside the windows gives off a soft light, like looking at a white plaster wall that someone is shining a torch on. As your eyes adjust to this strange phenomena, you hear a gasping, gurgling sound from behind you. Glancing to one side, you see the strangest thing. The right-hand half of the cockpit is stretched out before and behind you. Your co-pilot, his chair and console, are now lines and blobs of horizontal colors, stretching through the room in streaks like a motion-blurred time-lapse photograph. Wow. Wow. Your head goes dizzy as your eyes and brain try to make sense of what it is you are seeing. Then suddenly the strange warping of space stops, and the entire cockpit looks normal and whole once more. However, your co-pilot, his body restored to its correct physical form, sags forward in his chair, held up by his chest-crossing seatbelt buckle. Blood trickles from the corners of his mouth as his head drops forward, staring sightlessly down at his console. Outside the ship, the pale light, the endless expanse of whiteness instead of the blackness of space, tells you that something is horribly wrong here.
1: I'm sensing like oh, no. sub themes
0: of like white power or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's wrong. That's From what behind you, a voice whispers, Zig Heil. Oh. <laughs> we were right.
2: Meow don't like ye. <laughs> All right,
0: so we have three options. We can examine Carl's body, bring up a Mm. ship damage report on your console and try to find out what's wrong with the ship, check this ship's sensors to see what it can detect.
1: Well, since I'm the gingerbread man, I'm not very good with computers. So the only thing I'm mentally capable of is inspecting Carl. But I don't know if that's the best decision.
2: I would just want to, you know... Sniff him out, make sure he's a cool dude, even though he's a...
0: You can just say it. You want to see if he's edible.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, I you know, know I do. Oh. Okay. Um, I,
0: I am honestly more worried about what killed Carl, because that could probably immediately kill me. That's yeah. true.
1: Let's, look at, let's examine Carl's body. Yeah. In the only way that we know how.
0: Right. He's, he's been turned into an empty bag of blood.
1: But aren't we all really as of blood, <laughs> when you think about it? In,
2: in our souls.
0: I mean, ideally there's some sort of differentiation between organs in there somewhere. Like, you want um, part of yeah. your blood in your spleen, and part of it in your liver, and all that.
1: Well, see, for me it's just, you know, gumdrops and
0: <laughs> stuff Aww. like that, so
1: I wouldn't know. Yeah, so. what
2: do gingerbread men bleed?
1: Uh, let's find do we out. Do
2: bleed sugar water?
1: We bleed frosting. Ooh, delicious! let right. Let's let's look at Carl. Let's okay.
0: Look at Carl. Right, let's look at Carl. Ding. You move. You move from your console over to beside your co-pilot. You lift his head up so you can look in his eyes. His head, fully illuminated by the pale light shining in through the windows, stares back at you, seeing nothing. You release him, letting his head drop back down again. Looking at his jumpsuit, you examine the body-monitoring device built into the suit. The device is supposed to monitor life signs, as well as the surrounding environment, and it tells you that his heart has stopped. Carl is clearly dead.
1: Well, I think we knew that before we inspected him, didn't we?
2: Well, well, you don't know. know. He could have been sleeping. That's true. Narcolepsy.
0: Blood coming from the mouth narcolepsy.
2: Maybe he hit his head. Maybe he chipped a tooth.
0: Maybe it was Kool Aid.
2: Maybe it was Kool Aid.
0: Right, right. He'd been eating strawberries right before this. (laughs) Yeah. So, what are our choices now then? All right. So now we can check the damage report or check the sensors.
1: I want to check the sensors. I'm inclined towards the sensors as well.
0: I'm always one for a sensory experience. All right. Yeah, I want to see what's going on outside. Like, there uh, aren't any warning bells or anything. Like, the ship seems to be okay, except for that it killed Carl. <laughs> all well, right.
2: We know Carl is going to die.
0: Right. He was dead before we even jumped. Heart attack. Yeah. He yeah. Just
2: died. Killed over. Maybe There's he no had a reason. heart
0: attack. No reason to think that it was what ha- just happened to us. <laughs> You look at the ship's sensor screen. It shows your ship in the middle of the screen, but shows no signs of planets or stars in the vicinity. In fact, it shows nothing at all, in any direction. Mm
1: -hmm. You look
0: out the window again at the vast expanse of whiteness that seems to stretch out endlessly in every direction. There's nothing out there but pale, white light. What is this place? Is this light space? The other dimension that ships pass through when they jump? Did your ship somehow become stuck in this dimension halfway through the jump procedure? If so, how are you supposed to get out? So that's why they call it light space. It's because it's space, but it's light. Exactly. And now we have to check the ship damage report. We don't have a choice. So really that's what they wanted us to do. They made
1: us do
2: everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might just move you around the whole room, checking everything. Alright, sitting in your chair, you bring up the ship's status display and look for signs of damage. For a moment, you just look at the screen, unable to believe what it is saying. According to the screen, nothing exists behind the ship's cockpit. The rest of the ship is simply gone, vanished, non-existent.
2: What? What? But my food is in the rest of the ship. How am I supposed
0: to eat? Wow. meow, Wow.
1: Meow. meow. I guess I'll have to sacrifice myself as food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. You Again, are really because I think that happened later. last time too.
2: Oh man.
0: <laughs> so what? What are our choices then? Okay, uh, let's see. How can that be, you think to yourself? After all, the power generators at the rear of the ship must exist because all the computer systems and life support within the cockpit is functioning just as it always does. The rest of the ship must exist. <laughs> Frustrated, you turn off the status display and open the cockpit door to look into the, ce- the central passageway. Feeling a little uncertain as to what you might find, you nervously walk to the rear of the cockpit and press the door release button. The rear door slides open and the central passageway that runs from the cockpit through the ship to the cargo bay at the rear looks exactly as it always does. Lights in the ceiling illuminate the steel passage. Metal grating panels on the floor allow access to various wires and cables that run through the ship beneath your feet. Door hatches are set into the passage walls at different points along its length, leading to various rooms aboard the ship. Far at the other end, you see a large hatch that opens into the cargo bay at the end of the starship. Everything looks completely... Suddenly, there is a shearing of light and form as a section of wall about halfway down the passage blurs outwards into the passage, (laughs) in an array of colorful (laughs) streaking lines, then suddenly flattens out again to look like a normal section of wall once more. Perhaps things aren't as completely normal as they seem... You say a short prayer that the motion blurring phenomenon won't happen anywhere near you. I'm sorry that might have been offensive is uh is the cat wow. atheist
2: Wow, <laughs> 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 wow,
0: I assume all gingerbread men are Catholic.
1: <laughs> wow, um, I didn't know that, but yeah, I guess I am if you say so.
0: All right, so we can start walking down the passageway, or we can remain in the cockpit for a while just to be safe. That we is... are not going to be safe. We are going to go down. Yeah,
2: we're not going to be safe no matter where we are.
0: Yes, no, definitely. And the food
2: is down there. We should go rescue them Yeah,
1: food. because if we don't go down there, you guys are going to eat me, which is bad.
0: <laughs> Ever onward. You step out of the cockpit and into the passageway. As you move through the doorway, you feel a strange sensation, like stepping through a thin wall of water.
2: Mm. Ah don't don't like, like water. water.
0: They do not. That's I'm getting true. all soggy.
2: Uh-oh. We might have to eat them anyway.
0: <laughs> it's for your own good. <laughs> Alright, we can turn around or we can Continue. Continue. Continue continue. You decide to continue down the passageway. A few meters along, you reach door hatches on both sides of the passage. One is your sleeping quarters, the other is Carl's. An image of his dead face, blood trickling from the corners of his mouth, (laughs) flashes before your eyes. You take a deep breath and calm yourself. You know you will need to keep a level head if you're going to get out of this alive. Mm -hmm. We can open the door to our sleeping quarters. We can open the door to Carl's sleeping quarters, or we can walk to the aft end of the passageway.
1: I'm always quite partial to the aft end of things. So,
0: (laughs) 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 I would actually
2: aft, and you cannot lie.
1: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Little-known fact about the gingerbread man.
2: You're an aft man.
0: Mm hmm. That's oh, good to know. Okay. I remember stop. that about Gingerbread Men. <laughs> I'd actually like to ransack Carl's sleeping quarters because there might be things in there that we can use. He did
1: have that stash of candy that he never told us where it was. Oh, indeed.
2: Carl's been holding out on us, man. That's
1: right. Yeah, he let's let's all. go in his room. He's dead. We can get his stuff. He's
2: dead. Exactly. Let's do it.
1: That's right. Meow. (laughs) Is that the new page-turning sound? Just meow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe.
0: You press the button, set into the passage wall, and the door to Carl's sleeping quarters swooshes open. However, you just stand there, stunned, looking through the doorway. Even with everything else going on, you did not expect to find this. Or rather, you expected to find at least something. On the other side of the doorway is nothing. Just whiteness. No floor, no walls, no room, no candy. Just the endless expanse (laughs) of pale white light that surrounds your starship. Okay, well... Well, well, that
2: wasn't what I expected. Son of a
0: bitch.
1: So do we have the same two other choices, then?
0: No, actually. We can close Carl's door, or we can hope there's something else on the other side of the doorway and step through. (laughs) That sounds like we're That's, stepping towards death. Yeah, that I really does really not curious.
2: sound like a good plan. We're trying to die less this time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That so sounds, let's not do that. That sounds a little too risky. Okay. We should
2: probably close the door. Close the door.
0: You quickly press the button again and watch the doors slide shut. The last thing you'd need is to trip and fall outside the ship into that endless nothingness. So, we can go down to the aft end of the passageway, we can mm-hmm. check out our own sleeping quarters, or we can go back to the cockpit.
1: Well, we already were at the cockpit. There can't be anything new there. And we already know okay. it's in our own bedroom, right? Well, we
2: should, We but should,
0: but we don't. We
2: thought we knew it was going to be in Carl's room, but it turned out to be... Whiteness. Whiteness.
0: Yeah, I... I I do kind of feel like maybe we should head to the aft end.
2: Make, yeah, but I kind of also want to like make sure that my stuff is still there, you know? Like my food. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, what the hell, let's, let's, let's look in our bedroom and see what's,
0: All right. what's in there. We will check our own sleeping quarters. You press the door release button on the wall and the door to your sleeping quarters slides open. Through the doorway, things look normal. Your bunk is up against the wall, the cover's thrown aside. Why make a bed if the if you're the only one who's going to look at it or use it?
1: Seriously. Against
0: another wall is a desk unit with a few personal odds and ends inside and on top of it. A closet containing your clothing is up against a third wall. The lights are on. You don't see any strange blurring, bending, or stretching of the universe. Oh,
1: see, I told cool. you. We know what's going on.
2: Yeah, our room's okay. That's good.
0: It's all good. You step through the doorway and instantly feel that sensation again, the feeling of walking through an invisible wall, like passing through a sheet of water. Your sleeping quarters are now quite different to how they looked an instant (laughs) ago. Firstly, the bed is made. You can't remember ever having made your bed. Secondly, and more disturbingly to you, the sheets are bright pink with little white bunny rabbits on them. You no. suddenly hear footsteps behind you and spin around to see a woman wearing a pilot's uniform standing in the passageway outside the room. She looks up from a clipboard she was reading and her jaw drops as she sees you looking back at her. You can see the cogs turning inside her mind. All right, we're psychic now. She tries to find words to say and her first instinct is to shout, get the hell out of my sleeping quarters.
1: That's what we say? Yes. That's not very well, nice.
0: that's what she says. We're in her sleep. That quarters. is what she's doing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have two options: we can quickly step back out into the passageway, or we can ask what she's doing on our ship. What should? What did she do to y- your sleeping quarters? Hmm. I mean, I can put her in a scissor lock, and <laughs> we can have this whole thing figured out in like five seconds. <laughs> I wish that was one of the
1: choices. Yeah. Gosh, I
0: don't know. I mean, I'm in favor of confrontation here, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, maybe we should be assertive.
2: Alright, let's be assertive.
0: That's right. Yeah. Alright, what are you doing on my ship? How did you get on my ship? And what did you do to my sleeping quarters? I mean, bunny rabbits on the bed? You growl at her incredulously. (laughs) Your ship? Your ship? What the blazes are you talking about? The Andromeda is my ship. I've run this vessel for six years now, she growls, stalking into your her sleeping quarters and brandishing a pistol, which she she proceeds to wave in front of your face. The Andromeda has been under my command for twelve years, you growl back at her. It was my father's ship before me, and I don't recall either him or myself selling it to anyone else.
1: Why don't we just share the sleeping quarters? (laughs)
2: Check out.
0: <laughs> I have generally found that when someone is brandishing weapons at you, suggesting that <laughs> you sleep together is there not is a always the best. fine
2: line between hate and love.
0: That's true.
1: I assume this isn't one of the choices that we
0: have. I don't know what the choices are yet. <laughs> There's a whole lot of arguing still to go. <laughs> All oh, right.
1: oh, Okay.
0: So, I mean, you know, maybe we'll fall lovingly into each other's arms. Let's find the out. Andromeda wasn't your father's ship. It was my father's ship, she shouts back at you, waving her gun some more. And it was my grandfather's ship before him. And my great-grandfather's before him. Something crazy is going on, and your brain is hurting, just trying to work it out. Oh, maybe this is the firma- female version of ourselves. A suspicion Ooh. is creeping into your mind. My name is Michael Dobson, you tell her, hoping an interu- introduction and an attempt at being diplomatic might stop her waving the gun in your face. If it accidentally went off... <laughs> her jaw drops. No, it can't be. She shakes her head in disbelief. No, that's just a crazy tale. Just mad talk. None of it could be true. None of what could be true, you ask? Not sure you'll like this sudden change in her. <laughs> my, my grandfather's name was Michael. My name is... I'm Susan Dobson, she says. Okay. Looking you oh, we're up not and down. sleeping with her, then.
1: Hmm. Yeah, right? I guess not.
0: What happens in light space stays in light space, right?
2: <laughs> sleeping with your
1: great-granddaughter?
0: Great-grand- granddaughter?
1: No, that's not happening.
0: I feel like that's the great-granddaughter version of second cousins. Third cousins.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Far enough down the gene pool.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's far enough away. Don't have to worry about it. Is
1: this is a really old ship, by the way. If our <laughs> clearly, or if her great grandfather had it, I don't know. Right?
0: This is like the Model A of spaceships. Yeah, I guess so. It has a twenty-five horsepower lawnmower motor. In it. <laughs> she lowers the gun, then drops it, forgotten to the floor. You're saying you're my granddaughter? That's crazy! That's... You realize that maybe it is not so crazy after all. Something has happened to your starship. What if something had happened halfway through the jump and your ship was indeed stranded in the extra dimension of light space? Who knows how your ship, or even you, might be affected. Could this location on your starship actually take you to another moment in time? Somewhere in your future? Tell me, why do you think you were my granddaughter, you ask softly. Her eyes glaze over as she loses herself to memories. My grandfather used to tell wild tales. No one really believed him, and by the time I was born, he wouldn't talk about it. My mother, though, she said that my grandfather was in a starship accident once. He used to say that he met people from the past and the future. Everyone thought he was crazy, but other than that, he was perfectly normal. People said that the starship accident did something to him, and that's why he would make those wild claims. People said he was just dreaming, or drunk. Once, though,
2: <laughs>
0: before he died, he asked me a strange question. Remember when we were aboard the Andromeda together, he asked me? I guess if he was you, then this, here and now, is what he was talking about. He said he would never have made it back if it wasn't for me. So I obviously get why out of here he life. Why would ask then. her... Why would he ask
1: the young version if she remembered that, if it doesn't happen till later?
0: Well, he was dying.
1: I guess. Or he was drunk.
0: Or maybe drunk. Or drunk and dying.
1: Nice. Crazy old in, man.
0: In fact, if I get to the dying point, being drunk all the time might not be so bad. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Anyway. So obviously, I get out of here alive then, you say, as much to yourself as to her. Carl and I made a starship jump, but we didn't appear at our destination. I think I'm still trapped inside of light space somehow. Strange things are happening as I move about my ship. When I step through that doorway, I'm back aboard my version of the ship, and this is my sleeping quarters. But when I step back in here, it's your sleeping quarters, somewhere in the future. Suddenly the ship shudders, and you both grab hold of furniture so you don't fall over. What was that, you both ask at the same time? Suddenly a warning klaxon blares through the ship. I've got to get to the bridge, she shouts, forgetting about you and the whole mixed-up time issue. She rushes out the door and down the passage. (laughs) Instinctively, you rush out the door to follow her and suddenly pass through that invisible wall again. She vanishes from sight as you step into the passageway and return to your own time. Hmm. So, we can go back into sleeping quarters. We can try heading to the cockpit and seeing if your granddaughter is there, or we can open the door to Carl's sleeping quarters again.
1: We can't go to the to the the aft area.
0: Uh, I, and check no, it out. Nope.
2: Oh, awesome you guys ruined my chance. No more <laughs> aft for you.
1: Maybe later. Um, She's not going to be in the cockpit because the time thing just changed. We
2: don't know that. We stepped through the water thing too.
0: That's true. There was kind of a water thing on the way to the cockpit
1: yeah well yeah there doesn't really seem to be
0: a reason to go back into Carl's oh yeah there I don't see no any reason to
1: go back to Carl's,
2: I mean that thing's pure white now, yeah.
0: yeah, I don't think we need to step into the void um
1: we can go to the cockpit if you guys want,
0: I feel like the cockpit's the way to go because she's not we know she's not in the sleeping quarters, right, she left, so right. the only place we might encounter her again is the cockpit
2: to the cockpit we go.
0: You turn to look up the passageway at the cockpit. Looking through the open cockpit door, and your jaw drops. You stumble forward, pausing on the outside of the doorway to the cockpit. Looking inside, there are two people seated at the consoles, and neither is your granddaughter. You see Carl, looking very alive. He's running through jump calculations on the computer. Beside him, with a loud gasp, you see yourself. Oh, we're the we we were our oh, own guests. Oh man, gasp. we look
1: good. <laughs>
0: We so rarely get to see each other from the, er, ourselves from the back. From the aft side. From the aft side. (laughs) How's your own aft looking there, Gingerbread Man?
2: Uh, not as good as I thought. Yeah, I bet it's a little flat. (laughs)
0: Squats, man. Squats. I know. Your eyes look up to the windows, and you see space outside, full of stars instead of the pale white light. You also see a large bright star in the middle of the view, and you realize that you are seeing as the inside of the cockpit before you made the jump, just before your accident took place. We can stay in the passageway, or we can enter the cockpit. Maybe you can tell yourself to not make the jump, if that's even possible.
1: Let's enter the cockpit. You only get to talk to yourself once
0: right nothing nothing bad ever changed or came from trying to change history for the better
2: let's do it uh okay
0: (laughs) onward into the cockpit you head into the cockpit but as you pass through the doorway you feel a sensation like walking through a thin sheet of water as your eyes pass through the scene changes before you oh you stick your nose in and nothing happens but when your eyes hit things are Mm. different You are standing in the cockpit, and it is in your time era. Carl's body sits slumped in his chair. The other you is nowhere to be seen, and outside the windows is nothing but an endless expanse of white. You head back through the doorway and the invisible barrier into the passageway. You head back into the passageway. Suddenly, that strange blurring phenomena takes place just in front of the cockpit door. The walls of the passageway around the doorway stretch out in lines of color, twisting and blurring. Then the strange effect seems to move towards you, down the passage. In a few seconds, it will reach where you stand, beside the doors to your quarters and Carl's quarters. You had best act fast.
2: I don't want to be blurry.
0: We can dive back into our quarters or quickly open the door to Carl's quarters. Oh no, we know
2: Carl's quarters are off limits. Yeah,
0: let's go to ours. I don't want to die like Carl. I don't want to die like Carl. The way to go. You quickly dive through the doorway into your quarters, emerging through the time wall into the future. You are once more inside your granddaughter's quarters. The intruder alarm is still ringing on her ship, and you hear another explosion as the pirates try to blast their way through the ship's interior hatches. You are starting to freak out. If you step through the door, you'll be back in your own time. But will the spatial warping, the blurring of matter that killed Carl, be waiting for you on the (laughs) other side of the door? Yet if you remain here, it will be a matter of time before the pirates find this room. On top of that, what of your granddaughter? Is there some way you can help her? You remember her words. Supposedly it is she who saves you from being stranded in blight space back in your own time. What can you do? Then, you notice a gun on the floor. Your granddaughter dropped her gun. You quickly pick it up. Click on it to pick it up. Cool. Ooh, Ooh, we, we have an inventory.
2: We have an inventory? What?
0: We leveled up. We can carry things now. Yay. All right. Wait to see if the pirates or your granddaughter finds you. Head back into the hallway and hope the blurring phenomena has passed. That's tough. We can take some pirates.
2: Yeah, I think let's wait for the pirates. Or our granddaughter.
0: Or our our granddaughter. Might be a pirate. That's true.
2: Dude, I'd be proud if my granddaughter was a pirate.
1: (laughs) And
0: flying a spaceship.
2: Yeah. That's pretty freaking awesome.
0: All right, let's do that. All right. You hear a loud explosion and hear debris bouncing around the passageway. The pirates must have blasted into the passage through the inner cargo bay doors at the rear end of the passageway. Oh, they blew out the aft.
2: No! Not the aft!
0: I have nothing left to live for. (laughs) Fantastic, now we can eat you. (laughs) You hear stomping feet coming down the passageway, then they stop. You hear blasting and smashing sounds. They're trying to break into one of the rooms down that end of the passageway. They must be going to look at each room one by one as they work their way towards the cockpit. You hope your granddaughter daughter has locked the hatch to the cockpit, though you know that if the pirates could break into the passageway from the cargo bay, then they can get into any room on this ship. There must be something you can do. Head back into the hallway, hope the blurring phenomena has passed. Aim the gun at the doorway and wait for the pirates to arrive at the doorway, then open fire. Pirates. Pirates. Yeah, I want to shed some blood. (laughs) It's not as good as punching, but... (laughs) Minutes later, you hear footsteps on the metal passageway floor, coming up the passage towards your granddaughter's sleeping quarters. Then one of them pokes their head around the doorway. Quickly, you pull the trigger, unleashing bolts of energy in his direction. He swears and quickly steps back out of sight. One of them crewmen are in here. He yells to his pirate friends. He's got a gun. No prob, another pirate laughs. Suddenly, a spherical device (laughs) is tossed through the doorway. It lands at your feet. You have but a moment to realize it is an anti-personnel fragmentation grenade. And then it explodes in the last moment of your life. Darn and- it to heck.
2: Aww.
0: End game and leave comments.
2: <laughs> we were doing so good.
0: We were. I thought <sighs> I thought we were on the right path, but um we died. Damn pirates.
2: Never mind, I don't <laughs> want my kid to be a pirate anymore.
0: The pirates won though.
2: That's true.
1: Um, so do you guys wanna try to rewind it a little bit or I mean this one's been going on for a little while. Mm. I don't know. What do you guys want to do?
0: I wouldn't mind rewinding for one.
1: Maybe it's the last time that we had a chance to go back into the void.
0: Yeah. Oh, the void in Carl's room? No, into the hallway. Okay, head back into the hallway. Yeah. Okay, so we've picked up the gun. Yeah. And now we're heading into the hallway.
2: Looks like it. Okay.
0: Let's do it. Meow. You take a deep breath and step through the doorway back into the passageway. To your relief, there is no blurring, twisting of physical matter anywhere to be seen. Yay! The passageway appears normal. However, you are surprised to note that you are no longer at the forward end of the central passageway. Instead, you have stepped into the rear end of the passageway.
2: We made it! Yay! Be
0: out! <laughs> I'll stay here. You guys can keep going. <laughs> looking behind you you don't see the room you were in now you see the door to the ship's galley and beside you at the rear end of the passageway the large hatch that leads into the cargo bay area at the rear of the ship then to your dismay you see the strange warping phenomena bulge out from the middle of the passageway between where you stand now and where the doors to your quarters and carls are located on the other end of the passageway the walls oh, there twist and sheer, blurring out into air of the passageway in colored lines of light. For a fearful moment, you watch to see if the phenomena would move towards you, but the walls just swirl and shift through the air ten meters up the passageway. And now we can go to the galley or open the cargo bay.
1: Uh, well, there's nothing like some good cargo in the trunk, as I always say.
2: Yeah, but, you know, we've been worrying about food. And you know where there's food. That's
1: true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> galley <laughs> it is. I could eat. You wonder what is behind the door to the ship's galley. Since you got here by stepping out of sleeping quarters, pressing the button beside the door, you watch the galley door swoosh open. The galley is a large kitchen storage area for the crew, with cupboards, dish cleaner, fridge, a table, two chairs, etc. However, the room is currently being pulled apart by two rugged, laughing men. The thick, muscular men look quite dangerous as they open cupboards, pulling stuff out and tossing things about the room as they ransack the galley. Occasionally, they stuff things into bags lying on the floor. Space pirates! They're looting the ship! You can also hear the ship's intruder alarm blaring. That room must be in the future, in your granddaughter's era. You hope that the two pirates don't turn around and see you, as they're both holding large guns in one hand. Mm. We can carefully hold the gun before you, take aim, and try to shoot the pirates in the back. Quietly step into the room behind them. Perf- perhaps you can subdue them somehow. Leave the pirates alone and try opening the cargo bay hatch.
1: <sighs> we didn't have great luck with the pirates last time.
2: We didn't.
0: Maybe That's true. Maybe let's
1: step away. Or were there, were there two options? With the- oh, there's one where we can subdue them. Yeah, Possibly. we can attempt
0: to subdue them, or we can shoot them in the back. Or walk away. Yeah, or or we can uh, go to the car and go back. I would
1: say let's not try to shoot them. I mean, we could, if it's in the back. Then other pirates will find us.
2: Hmm. I like hmm. being sneaky.
1: That's true, you are a cat. Cats are sneaky.
2: And mm-hmm.
0: I am kinda in favor of punching people in the face. Okay. Not in the back. I mean... A uh, knee to the kidneys is alright.
2: <laughs> so you want to try to subdue them?
0: I kind of do. Yeah, let's. we can try that. Alright, are we down with subduing? Alright. Let's subdue it. Let's do it! If you could grab a heavy object and smash it over their heads or something, you are completely sure what you will do, but you slowly, softly walk into the galley behind the looting pirates. As you step through the doorway, you feel yourself passing through an invisible wall and into their time your granddaughter's time era, somewhere years into the future. However, seconds after stepping into the room, you hear a gasp behind you when you spin around. Standing on the other side of the doorway in the passageway, a copy of the passageway that exists in the future in your granddaughter's time, you see another pirate. He is holding a rifle and is pointing it at your chest. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Did we die? Okay. No, we can uh... bring up our gun and try and shoot him, we oh. can leap towards him back through the doorway and step back into our own time, or you can raise your hands and surrender. I want to jump
1: through the portal again and go back to our time, but I don't know if he's gonna shoot us when we do that.
0: I feel or like we'll if just we just
2: end up dead in our own time.
0: I feel like if we try and shoot him, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, if, if Kaku, we try to surrender, we suck
2: with the gun.
0: Yeah. Surrendering seems like He'll just no sh- good. He's a pirate,
1: he's not gonna care about that. Yeah. I would say let's risk jumping toward him, but I don't know.
0: I think I'm kind of with you on that one.
2: I think I'm down. Let's do it. All right.
0: right. We dive for the doorway. You leap toward him, and he instinctively takes a step backward. But as you pass through the doorway, he vanishes from in front of you. You are standing in an empty passageway again, back in your own time. However, through the open galley door, you hear the pirate, in that future era, cursing. Turning and looking back into the galley, you see a disgusting sight. The pirate steps through the doorway, in his own time era, into the galley, and as he passes through the doorway, you see him come into sight one layer at a time. You see his insides, his bones, as the (laughs) front half of him passes through the doorway. Then he is fully through, and you see his back. He stands there, just a few steps in front of you, and you know that if he turns around, he won't see you. You don't exist in his time. This copy of the passageway you are standing in is a different time. Hmm. Okay. I really, I really appreciated that visual. I think that was top notch. Yeah, Good was. job.
2: You like thinking about guys' insides?
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are the most interesting on the inside.
1: Oh. We're all special on the inside.
2: Beauties <laughs> on the inside, guys
1: that's
0: i'm right. sugary sweet on the inside <laughs> so okay sorry we can shoot the pirate then shoot the other two pirates in the galley you can thrust your fist through the doorway through the invisible wall and into his time and smash him in the back of the head that sounds like you totally <laughs> i want to punch dude the shit out of this dude with
1: portals <laughs> exactly wait so why are we fighting them if they're in a different time can't we just leave them alone
0: well, no, but well, they're in our granddaughter's, our granddaughter's Oh, granddaughter. yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. We do have to think about other people.
0: Right, yeah. Why can't we just abandon our granddaughter <laughs> to be raped to death by pirates? All right, let's punch him in the face or whatever.
2: Because she might be able to solve the mystery and help us out. That's
0: right? True. Yeah, no, let's punch the shit out of the dude. All right. All right.
1: Punch it.
0: You pull your arm back, then thrust it forward as hard as you can, smashing him in the back of the head. He stumbles forward, falling to the floor. His rifle slips from his hands to lay beside him. The pirate is unconscious on the floor, just a meter away from you, and the other two pirates have not noticed a thing. They still have their backs to you as they loot the gallery.
2: Suckers!
0: And we slowly step through the doorway into their time era and take the rifle. Ooh. Hoping the noise of the intruder alarm will hide your footsteps, you slip through the doorway. You feel the strange sensation of passing through an invisible wall of water. Then you are in your time era. You quickly reach down and grab the rifle. Shoot the other pirates, step back through the doorway into your own time. Hmm. I think we can take the pirates. Well, their
1: backs are turned, yes. I think we'll keep safe. We can do it. All right, let's do it. You think we can do it? For our
0: granddaughter.
2: For our granddaughter.
0: For the future. (laughs) You point the rifle at the two pirates looting the galley and open fire. One of them ducks as bullets begin to flying, but the other is riddled with lead. He falls, dead to the floor, and you turn to fire at the other pirate. But your more experienced enemy has already span around, crouched low, thrusting his gun before him.
1: He Uh jerks on
0: the trigger, and you feel yourself flung backwards through the air. You are dimly aware of falling backwards through the doorway, passing through the invisible wall into your own time period. Then you hit the floor. Lying on the floor of the passageway, you hurt all over and feel yourself growing deathly cold. Then your vision blurs and begins to grow dim. Finally, darkness engulfs you. Your final thoughts are wondering if your grind-out will have ceased to exist since you are dead. Ugh. Jeez! Damn.
2: We suck at the gun.
0: Yeah! We are really good at punching, though.
2: Yeah.
1: I think we have, uh, Eric to thank for that.
0: <laughs> that's right. I've got my punching down.
2: Definitely not me. I can't punch.
1: You can bite.
2: I can scratch.
1: Or scratch, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've got that furry buzzsaw mode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: And I'm just a bundle of sweets. Aww. <laughs> you kill through diabetes.
1: Oh. God, that's
2: awful. That is pretty bad.
0: I feel like on one hand, I think I've got a handle on what the story wants us to do. Uh, on As the other in hand, never
2: use any gun ever?
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, on the other hand, I feel like maybe we're cheating if
2: we go back again? Yeah.
1: Maybe we I should try to limit it to like one rewind per episode.
2: I think so
0: yeah I think that might be a reasonable thing to do unless
2: like, it's like it keeps happening super quick, yeah in which case that just means like we are really sucking, <laughs> or the story sucks. I mean the story's that's been pretty good a possibility too, but we've been picking good ones so far,
1: yeah, well, so I guess in that case, should we just ex- accept that we we failed in the future
2: we well, clearly, we have not been playing enough Call of Duty, or
1: whatever. <laughs> Our granddaughter doesn't exist, which means that she won't be attacked by pirates.
2: Hey, well, there's that.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was what was supposed to become a family heirloom is now lost in the surreal void of light space.
2: And Carl's family will never know what happened to him.
1: That's true. Yup. Poor oh, Carl. So... If you, if you, uh, if you listeners want to try that story yourself and see if you can get past the pirates, that story was called Lightspace, and you can find that on ChooseYourStory.com, as well as hundreds of other cool stories. Here's
2: a hint: don't
1: use the guns.
0: Maintain cover in your own time.
1: <laughs> For next week, I think we were thinking, right, that we were each going to choose a short one and could do kind of a triple header type thing. Yeah. I think I remember yeah. talking about that at some point. So, yeah, maybe maybe we can do that next week so each of us find a short one and we'll play through all three in one episode. So that should be fun. And if That's... you
2: have any suggestions, send them our way.
1: That's true, listeners. If you have a suggestion for a short story <laughs> we can play next time, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. That stands for Go Your Own Way, which is the name of the show. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes under the podcast section. Just search up go your own way, and we should be there. You can also find us on TV, along with other cool podcasts and stuff as well. Woo! Yay. Woo! Well, thanks for joining us for our story this week, listeners. Tune in next time for another hopefully not as deadly Oh, uh, let's be real. It'll probably yeah, be it deadly. Pro- <laughs> Alright, well, thanks guys for joining us this week, you two. And, um... Yeah, let's see. Yeah, bye. Bye. Meow. bye, bye,
0: bye, bye. If you're looking for more magical podcasts like this one, visit HCN.tv. Thanks for listening.